Greetings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is Reverend Tashi Campbell. Stay tuned. I have got a rhema word for you. They brought him a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, and Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, Could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, It is only by Beelzebul, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan drives out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your people drive them out? So then, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. This is the word of the Lord from Matthew chapter 12, verse 22 through to 28. Let us honor it by saying thanks be to God. It should be abundantly clear by now, my friends, that it is God's will for his people to be united. We stand to gain more, to do more, and to be more if we operate in unity. I am going to read a series of scriptures for us to put into perspective God's will for us as it relates to unity. Psalm 133 verse 1 says, How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. In Romans chapter 12 verse 16 through to 21, listen to the word of God. The Bible says, Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. 
for it is written, It is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not overcome do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We're talking about unity. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 3 says, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought. Let's look at Colossians chapter 3. I read from verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with one another and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. Perfect unity. And finally, I want to read 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 through to 9. And it says, Finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. This is amazing what God's word is saying to us this morning. There is something that Jesus said in Matthew chapter 12 that struck me. He said in verse 25, Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. And then he said, Every city, every city or household divided against itself will not stand my friends there is no local body of believers that is perfect there are challenges in every local church but i am beginning to wonder if as christians we understand what we are about paul admonished us to bear with one another and to forgive one another if any of us has a grievance against someone. But what I observe nowadays is believers expressing annoyance at other believers because they are not as committed as they are or not as grounded in the faith as they are or not as gifted or talented as they are. 
What I observe nowadays is believers cussing out each other, cussing out other believers, talking about how they how they are the problem. My question to every believer is this. How have you added to the unity in your local church, in your church family, and even in your own household? How have you been adding to the unity? How have you been an agent of peace and unity and harmony? What have you been doing to maintain the unity created by the Holy Spirit? In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 3, when you read that verse, it is evident that the Spirit is the one who creates the unity and believers are responsible to maintain that unity, to keep that unity. So what have you been doing, my friend? Here's something shocking to think about. Jesus said that a kingdom divided against itself will not stand. So if you are among those who are unkind, unmerciful, unloving, easily angered and annoyed at the shortcomings of fellow believers, then of which kingdom are you? There is a direct correlation, my friends, between your actions, that is to say, your modus operandi, your consistent way of life. There is a direct correlation between your actions and the kingdom of which you are part. Jesus says in in Matthew 12 verse 30, whoever is not with me is against me and whoever does not gather with me scatters. There is no middle ground. How can we reconcile treating members of the household of faith the way that we do? Gossiping, backbiting, envying, malicing, and whatever else. How can we reconcile that kind of treatment with being part of the kingdom of light? No, my friends. Let us get it right. We have to get it right. People of God... We need to come together, repent before the Lord, submit to the Holy Spirit, and begin to unite in prayer first and foremost. When we unite in prayer, we will destroy and render powerless that spirit of division that has affected so many believers. That spirit of division has affected our personal lives, our church lives, our social lives, and our family lives. If we allow that spirit of division to continue its operation, then envy, strife, and discord will strengthen and our spiritual growth will cease. It will become stunted. And one's ability to understand God's messages will be distorted. But my friends, when we unite, when we come together, when we are living in harmony, when we understand what we are about, then one, the spirit of love thrives in our heart. The spirit of love thrives in our midst. Two, we grow spiritually. Three, we understand And we stand strong in God's power against our common enemy, the devil. 
And fourthly, we increase our productivity and our impact in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, my friends, and the kingdom of Satan will never agree. They will always be at odds with each other. There is no middle ground. So I challenge you today to make up your mind. The kingdoms are at war. Which side are you on? Thank you for tuning in. You've just listened to A Rhema Word with Reverend Tashi Campbell. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your word to us today. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking to us in the way that you have from your word. Lord, your word declares how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Lord, as we come to you today, we ask you to forgive us for the times when we did not contribute to the unity that you desire among your people forgive us cleanse us purify us give us the strength lord to be agents of unity to maintain to keep to promote and to facilitate unity and harmony as we recommit ourselves to prayer and to the kinds of attitudes that uh, reflect the fruit of the spirit we understand lord that you are the one who creates the peace and you are the one who develops the fruit in us so we submit to your lordship and ask you lord to use us by the power of your holy spirit and we confess our dependence on you and lord we ask you to seal us for your kingdom As we say today that we are a part of the kingdom of light, the kingdom of God's dear son, Jesus Christ, and no one else. So we submit to you, Lord, and ask you to have your own way. In Jesus' name we pray and say thanks. Amen.